This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome to AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. Hello, Allison. Hey, Liz. Okay, so my son got a traffic ticket day before yesterday. So I wanted to spread the word so that it doesn't happen to others. And that's what this whole show is about. I want you to tell us what you did or you heard someone do that you would like to warn others about. Maybe something that messed up your vehicle or a ticket you got or some mistake that you made that was uh, preventable. Now, we've got Michelle in the control room, and we were talking with her earlier, and she's going to share one that all young drivers need to know. Michelle, go ahead. Okay, I don't want to put my business out there, but uh, (laughs) since you just did, no. Um, I was, I want to say maybe 19, <laughs> could have been 18. So give, that's my disclaimer. Uh, I was driving down the road and lo and behold, I know, uh, hold on to your seat, Allison, because you're going to cringe when I tell you this. Yeah, I blew a head gasket on my car. Uh, and you know why? No oil. And those type of things, now that I'm, what, 48, I look back at the dumbest mistakes. You know, that can go on a blooper reel. I mean, all I had to do was make sure oil was in my car, and I would have had my car. Probably still would have had that car, maybe. But, um, yes, it was a nice Camaro, and I blew a a head gasket because I had no oil in the car. Oh, my goodness. Just riding around like it magically appears in the car. (laughs) Allison, tell us about how often, uh, when should we check uh, the oil in the car? Um, You, let's see, at least once a month. It's kind of average. The the reason why you want to check that often, even on a new car, is because, well, I'll, I'll give you a for instance. Even Toyota had a couple of years where their engines consumed a lot of oil. It was in their Camry, the Corolla, the Prius. Uh, it, it was it, just, it was a four-cylinder engine that they put in a few different cars, and it and it had a few years of consuming oil. And then they discontinued that engine and or fixed the uh, the problem with it. Um, you never know when your car is going to develop an oil consumption issue. It can happen on any engine. So it's good to at least check it once a month just to have an idea of if you're even using any oil in the car and, um, you know, if you're consuming like a little bit or a lot and just so to kind of, and it helps you keep a relationship with your car that's, so you know what's going on too. But um, so your your new car, you know, maybe not as often, but you still want to get an idea of what's going on with it. But once your car gets to what's considered high mileage in in the oil company's um, uh, opinion, it's 75,000 miles. And that's when they start making the oils with different recipes for high mileage cars. But, you know, that's what they consider it anyway. So once it, your car reaches this mileage or more, then you really want to know what your oil consumption is because even – 
the best made engines sometimes can get oil consumption issues when they get older. So it's just something to be aware of. And sometimes it can happen kind of suddenly. Um, a common problem on engines is the oil pressure sensor, having oil come out of it. I've seen it on many different manufacturers. It's not any one manufacturer problem. That oil pressure switch is under pressure, so it does um, you know, push oil through it, and eventually it'll come out of the sensor, and that's a common place for oil to come out of your engine, and you have an oil or loss issue. So it's it's good. It's a good idea to uh, keep an eye on it about once a month. That's kind of average of what I do on all my vehicles. We are talking about learning from others' mistakes, but that's between your vehicle repair questions. Our email address for questions is auto at mpbonline.org. Let's go to the coast in Biloxi. Craig is on the line. Craig, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Yes, uh, you're learning from other mistakes. People's mistakes is what got me in here today. Uh, I'm ta- I want to give warnings about airbag deployment and deafness, uh, amongst amongst a lot of other injuries. It said 17% of people w- in a car that has airbag deployment are permanently suffer permanent hearing loss. So I I did a lot. I finally did a lot of research on that. I've been wanting to do it for a while, but on the internet, and that's a lot of people with deafness. Goodness gracious, that does sound awful. I wonder if it's temporary or permanent or uh... permanent. Wow! 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 So yeah, so there's broken bone, broken neck. I mean, this stuff. I mean, airbags save lives. But, you know, these kids are are out there driving and they're having low-speed accident and getting deaf from it. One girl was 22 years old and said she can't hear anything. And Holly has a conversation in a quiet room. And uh, another site said that uh, the airbag deployment was like having a 357 Magnum go off inches from your ear. It's an explosive charge. Yikes. All right. Well, thanks, Craig. We appreciate you uh, letting us know that information. I would think the takeaway. I've had an airbag deployment and I didn't have any uh, hearing loss or any problem from it. But the the only thing that I've just got a few things to say about that is that one thing is they're alive. Amen. The other is, is that cars are, that's something that hasn't been in history very long. We've only had cars for about 100 years or so. And they're extremely dangerous. And unfortunately, I don't know how you can prevent or make them more safe um, without, you know, having some sort of repercussion from it to do it. You know, they just, they simply are, they're very unsafe. It's the number one killer in America is driving. So, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of like trying to figure all that out. It's a, it's a lot to deal with. So I'll just say that. That's just my opinion on what he said. Well, exactly. I, I guess to, uh, to avoid the way you could learn from that mistake is, first off, make sure you don't have one of these Takata airbags that's been recalled. And second, please, please drive carefully so you don't get into a accident. 
All right, so let's talk about my son's traffic ticket. This is just something you have to be careful about. He was on I-20. He was in Tallulah, Louisiana, and he was taking the exit. He was going west, so he was taking the exit to go north on Highway 65. Well, a lot of times at the bottom of an interstate exit ramp, if you're going to turn right, is a yield sign. Well, they have a stop sign there. So he looked, saw it was clear, didn't stop, went through. So did a car right behind him. There was the police officer that pulled him over. So then he got on the phone to fuss at his dad, to fuss with his dad about being pulled over. The police officer got two more cars. So then after the four of them were issued a ticket, two more cars got tickets. So You know, just because you're used to something happening one way, you're used to a stop sign or a yield sign sometime, just because the intersection might look familiar doesn't mean it has the same kind of sign. So pay attention to the difference between a yield and a stop sign. That kind of sounds like something that shouldn't be allowed to me for them to do that. (laughs) Well, that that seems kind of shady, but... I, I know yeah. there's a, a BP gas station there on the side and a Chinese restaurant. I think he was kind of hidden, you know, just hanging out there waiting. Maybe maybe that's how they get pay for their parks or uh, infrastructure is from tickets of folks getting off the interstate. Who knows? Allison, on your Facebook page, which is just fantastic. Folks, if you haven't been to Allison Walker's Facebook page, uh, go to that. She's also on Facebook as the Lady Auto Mechanic. She often posts videos or pictures from her work. You posted a bill from a gal, and we won't say the name, <laughs> but you could read it on the Facebook page. But it was from a chain store, and you thought the prices were exorbitant. What what is something someone how could that how could we learn from that mistake? I think something that needs to come to public awareness and and I hate to say it, maybe even some government regulation or some sort of intervention because they're not going to do it on their own. But these um, chains, some of your big, huge corporate chain uh, automobile repair places, and are telling people they need work done they don't need and then they're charging crazy amounts for it i've I've truly seen just like astonishing prices for repairs um and this has been it's it's i've seen it for years i've known about it for years since i've been an adult and been you know dealing with my own cars repair issues and and that sort of thing um it's uh, rampant. So I, I think awareness for one thing and, and, and people talking about it and, you know, me, like, spreading the information on Facebook and talking about it on the radio shows to help kind of bring awareness to that. Um, to prevent that sort of thing happening, well, um, uh, a long time ago, a friend of mine, when I was talking to her about car stuff, she's really into health and, and stuff like that. She said it really sounds like cars are very similar to your body, the different systems, and and that, like, you as a mechanic are very similar to a doctor on how you diagnose and what kind of information you need to know about 
uh, different problems. And that's when you go to the doctor for a health problem, sometimes people get second opinions on what's going on. And so that applies to automotive repair. So one of the biggest things I can do, if they come to you and all you did was come to get tires or come to get an oil change, and all of a sudden, and I, and I swear this is like the magic number is like $2,000 in repair that they recommend that you need around there. Um, don't don't take their word for it. Uh, take it somewhere else, and, and you don't have to tell somewhere else what you were told. Just just take them and say that you want to have an inspection done and see if there's anything that needs to be done on your vehicle. Um, so that will help. Another thing is, I feel like the way as it, once you become an adult, you have to know things, or you need to know things about your health and how to eat healthy and prevent diseases and problems with your health. You, you need to know how to do your finances. You need to understand credit. you got to understand mortgages, loans, rent, how to pay your bills, how that works. These are simple things that are part of adulting. I feel like knowing more about your car system should be something that, as an adult, you get to know and get familiar with your car. And you can do that by reading your owner's manual, kind of give you some idea of kind of some of the things that you should be aware of that go on your car. Um, the maintenance list that it has on there, it lists the things that are, are part of that maintenance schedule. And learning what those different things mean is a place to start. And you can Google it and, and figure that out and, and get definitions of words and terms and what they mean. And, where they are located on the car and so getting familiar with your car to me is something that should kind of be one of your goals as is learning to you know to to get by and and you know to to make it in this world it's just something that's part of your uh it should be part of your experience with um with uh, making sure you know you've you've got everything because if if you don't then you, you kind of aren't aware of when they're saying things are that you needed to re be replaced, you, you don't even know what they're talking about a lot of times. And that's, I think that's kind of not good. I think it's good to have a sense of, of what's going to your car. For me as a mechanic, when I have a customer, when I tell them different things they need on their car and they kind of have an idea of what I'm talking about, it actually goes a little smoother overall than the ones who – I have no idea what I'm talking about, so they kind of question it. You can tell they don't really have an understanding of it, and it can make things a little confusing for what you recommend and how you explain things. So it's, it's having some basic knowledge that help a lot. And that's a suggestion from Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. If you've got a question, send us your emails, auto at mpbonline.org. We're learning from each other's costly mistakes. Is your car under recall? We have a list of ones that are. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. contractor ever tell you of the price of something and it sounds so high you think eh, maybe I'll try it myself. Some jobs just aren't that difficult and yes you can do it. If you want to find out how to do those things listen to Fix It 101 podcast everywhere. I'm Jen White with NPR. 
If you're fortunate enough to have collected a few classic cars over the years, here's a thought. Give them a new life by donating one or more to support this station. They'll be matched with interested buyers, collectors just like you who know a great car when they see one. You free up some space in the garage, the classic car gets a new home, and proceeds support this station. It's a win-win. Thanks in advance. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. listening to autocorrect with allison walker the lady auto mechanic i'm liz gilp if you ever want even more autocorrect find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device autocorrect is heard on mpb think radio thursdays at 10 a.m with a replay saturdays at 11 and allison we're gonna be broadcasting live from south life car show at Trustmark Park in Pearl, Mississippi, July 31st. So, I have to say, just uh, to kind of push that um, happening, is that Southlight is, I've been to a lot of car shows at this point, and Southlight is like one of my favorites. Is it's, It has such a diverse group of vehicles. A lot of times when you go to a southern car show, it's just muscle cars mainly, and kind of like they all have LS swaps and that sort of thing. But you go to Southlight, and it's uh, Japanese car manufacturers. That there was a huge, beautiful um, uh, truck, renovated truck there last year that was amazing it's just all kinds of neat stuff so it's just a, a lot of fun it's a lot of fun and we'll be there <laughs> here are the recalls for the week there's three different tesla recalls issued for model three model y the brakes and the seat belts all repairs will be done for free there's a takata airbag related issue prompts a new 1999 through 2021 BMW 3 Series recall. Dealers will replace the inflator with a newly designed inflator for free. Fuel pump problems cause a recall for some Volvo sedans, wagons, SUVs, and dealers will replace the fuse for free as a remedy. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recall, and inputting your VIN number, or find their Safer Car app. We're learning from each other's mistakes today, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions. Our email address is auto at mpbonline.org. Mike from Jackson, we're so glad you've called in today to autocorrect. What's your comment or question? Hey, Allison, this is Mike, your windshield repairman. Yay. And Liz, uh, I have to say this. Uh, a couple weeks back, there was an encore that we did. I don't know. I guess you were out of town or something, but... Um, it was an interesting choice. I think it was from like 18. And I'm going to get on Liz here. She said that she was going to be autocrossing with you. I heard and that. Oh, I heard that. I don't, know if, I don't know if it ever went down or not. But, yeah, now you got to hold her, her feet to the fire, man. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I've got to back up uh, Michelle and Allison, if anybody knows. Um, I, I drive for a living, and I'm uh, a car nut, but I'm horrible about routine maintenance and so michelle was right on point with keeping your oil right and your uh, basically any fluid that goes in the car um but i got a story about a little car i was building quite a few years ago um little honda civic and i loved it it was my little baby and uh had the whole interior out i was redoing the car stereo 
And um, I had uh, gotten a new set of tires on the front and put the front ones on the back, you know, like you're supposed to. And it started a mist of rain one day going 50 cost south, and I ended up spending a 270 on the interstate right when it starts right when it starts raining a lot of people think it was raining really hard and that's when you need to kind of slow down but right when the first rain comes right when it starts is when it's loosening all the the crud on the road from every you know all the, the oil leaks and everything else on the road and that's right when the road is the slickest is right when it starts raining after a dry spell and uh i mean i was going to you know i wouldn't do anything crazy but I just sort of topped the hill and just sort of hydroplane, and uh, it. Uh, I cried that night. <laughs> I sat home and I sat on the stool and just cried at my little car. I just sort of bumped the rear end of it. didn't total it or anything, but um, all that work, putting the stereo in it and everything was basically out the window because I'd broken the steel. And uh, it. Uh, and another thing, <sighs> um, blinkers, good grief, people. Can we please use our blinkers out here? Um, Everybody seems to be in a hurry, and we'll just swap lanes on you and, and, and do crazy stuff and drive in the fast lane, going slower than everybody and hold traffic up and all that. And it's just um, normal driving etiquette that I don't think a lot of people have a grip on, and it's, it's dangerous, <laughs> majorly dangerous, you know? Um, yep. Anyway, y'all have a good show, Allie and Miss Liz, and I'll talk to y'all again, I'm sure. Thanks, Mike. We love that. Yeah, especially with this weather going on right now, we want everyone to be absolutely careful when they're driving through the rain. We've got some more calls to go to. Let's go to uh, Margo in Ocean Springs. Margo, uh, thanks for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Hi. Um, so I have a question. I have a 2012 uh, Camry Hybrid, and I'm thinking I'm starting to have some issues with the big battery, you know, the one that uh, drives the car. And it's about 150,000 miles on it, and it just seems really doggy. Um, and so I'm not, I don't have a lot of power. And so I'm starting to feel like maybe the battery might be um, going out. And so I contacted a dealer here in the area, and I can get a diagnosis, diagnosis, diagnostics on that for a, like 120 bucks. Um, but she did say that if I had to replace the battery, the battery would be about $4,000 and uh, $2,000 to install install that battery. And I've heard and I've read that there are ways that you can um, just replace the cell, try to find out which one is bad, and then replace that. Uh, she said I couldn't do that, and I'm just wondering if that's the, if that's the case or, or if I'm stuck with uh, $6,000 to try to re- uh, get a new battery on that car. Thank you. Okay. Um, and where did you say you're located at? Uh, down on the coast, Ocean Springs. Yeah, on the coast, okay. Um, I would see if you could find a shop to, to diagnose that for cheaper. You know, uh, some shops are getting more familiar with uh, hybrid systems. And, um, but, you know, Mississippi, you might, you might not be able to find that. I know at our shop, because I have a Prius, I've started to diagnose people's problems as I'm dealing with my own Prius problems and hybrid problems. Um, let's see, your car being, usually the hybrid battery kind of starts going out on the hybrid systems around about 11 years old. Uh, so that may not be what's going on with the car. Do you have a check engine light coming on? Nope, not at all. Okay. Um, 
something else may be going on with your car, uh, with it being okay. sluggish like that and everything. Um, that's not yeah. usually a symptom that the hybrid battery is, is going out. Usually it's going to, long before the hybrid battery ever goes out or gets close to it, it'll throw a check engine light and then what's called okay. the triangle of death will come up on your uh, okay. on your dash. And okay. so it, it kind of constantly is being checked by the car to see if anything's wrong. So um, okay. with that being said, if, if you did need a hybrid battery, uh, I use a company called Green Bean Battery that has a lifetime warranty for their batteries, and they're remanufactured, and they come to you all over America. They come they come to you and put the battery Excellent. in. Oh, and great. It, and That's it was, um, for your car, it'd probably be about $1,600, $1,700 or something like Excellent. that. Excellent. What so was the name of that company, the, the the company was, again? What, Green bean battery. Green bean. Okay, great, great. And um, the um, the thing about the sales, I looked into all that when my battery, my hybrid battery, I recently got replaced. I got replaced from green bean like less than a month ago or, or so. And I had looked into replacing the cells, but there's it's a little more intricate than just you. You have to know how to do diagnostic testing and stuff like that. The thing is, is that like you can do it, but eventually you're going to end up having to replace all the cells anyway, or over time you're going to have to kind of keep coming back in there and replacing cells. So I opted to just go ahead and replace the whole battery. Um, okay. I wasn't on a budget, and some of the people doing that are on a really tight budget, and they're just they're trying to just get by a little further. Um, but you but you can technically replace. They're actually not a cell; it's a module. But okay. uh, so with that being said, she's wrong about that. I don't know why she said that. I guess trying to make a sale. And then okay. the cost that they're trying to say that it costs to replace the battery new at Toyota at a, at a dealership, that does not sound right at all. It literally takes like an hour to swap the batteries out. Mm, and okay. $2,000 makes no sense. I think she might not be really aware of what she's talking about or she's not hadn't done it before or something. Okay, okay. So that, that's good to know. Um, well, thank you. I, I have noticed that um, another reason why I thought maybe it was a big battery, but it seems like sometimes the dashboard lights kind of flicker sometimes. Um, again, I thought maybe it had something to do with the other, but it may be the problem that is related to the being kind of sluggish and doggish. So. But excellent. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. I mean, it does sound like you're kind of having like a different type of problem going on and and uh it's I don't know of any shops on the coast except for the one that I did um I did a representation at or a little presentation excuse me at Van Cleve it was at Cole Service Center and they know me there okay. those uh -huh. people are awesome I don't know if you're close to them but they it's like to be they like challenges. They they've got the equipment, they've got the software, and they have the experiences of what cars is. So they you might can give them a call and see if they're interested in looking at it and tell them that I I recommended them. Okay. So, again, the name of the business. The name of the business again. Cole Service Center in Van Cleve, Mississippi. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks, Margo. We appreciate you calling in. Our email address where you can send a question is auto at 
mpbonline.org. We're talking about costly mistakes, but that's just between your car repair questions. What's in the news next? I'm going to tell you. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Get your MPB car tag anytime. It doesn't even have to be up for renewal. Simply go to your county office to sign up. When you get an MPB car tag, a portion of the fee helps MPB continue to educate, inform, and entertain Mississippians. For details, visit mpbonline.org slash car tag. We'll see you on the road. Correct on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, she's our expert. I'm Liz Gill, and I hope you downloaded our app for your smartphone. It's the MPB Public Media app. So in addition to listening to our show on the MPB Public Media app, you can click on the support button and make a contribution. Contributions help keep our programs on the air for you and for others to enjoy. Thank you so much for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Hey, AutoCorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. So this is in the news. Uh, Flash floods can occur within a few minutes or up to six hours after excessive rainfall. This is information from MDOT. Never drive through a flooded area as the roadbed may be washed around and you may not know how deep the water is. If you encounter a flooded road, turn around, don't drown. Most flood deaths occur at night when people become trapped in automobiles that stall in areas that are flooded. So if your vehicle stalls, abandon it immediately, seek higher ground. The rising water may engulf the vehicle and the occupants inside. Do not camp or park your vehicle along streams or creeks during threatening conditions. So the son who got the traffic ticket in Tallulah day before yesterday, then had to take refuge in McGee, Arkansas, because they got 19 inches of rain in 48 hours. And we've got friends in Cleveland, and they got all the rain. So everybody's getting all the rain. Turn around, don't drown. Please be super extra careful. We are learning about costly mistakes today. Email us your questions, auto at mpbonline.org. Let's go to Linda in Memphis. Linda, we're so glad you've uh, hung on and uh, you've called into our show today. What's your comment or question for AutoCorrect? Well, uh, thank you all for taking my call. I listen every week, and I appreciate Allison and you and everybody at MPB. But anyway, the reason I'm calling is that it may make me sound silly, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I uh, bought a um, uh, 2019 uh, Volkswagen Jetta, and I bought it from a, uh, um, uh, you know, from a um, rental place. Uh, and, you know, I've been satisfied with the car. I love my little car. Well, lo and behold, with all the rain yesterday, I I, um, I got, I think I got up on a curb. And, uh, anyway, I, I had a flat. 
And I thought, well, no problem. You know, I'm a modern woman. I have I have triple A. I'll call triple A and I'll get them to come out and change the tire and I'll be on my way. Well, when I um moved all my all the things out of my trunk and uh to my surprise and my horror, I saw that I had a jack but I didn't have a temper tire or I didn't have a spare tire. And uh, I don't remember them telling me that when I purchased the car because, you know, I, I would have went out and bought a um, spare tire because I'm, 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 you know, I'm a, I'm a 1950s baby, and I know that you cannot go around without a spare tire, but I didn't have one. So I had to wait to be towed to, to my local uh, tire place. So I just want everybody to, uh, all women, to avoid making that mistake. Check your trunk if you buy a car to make sure that you have a, a spare tire. So that's all I want to say, and I really enjoy the show, and you all have a great day. Well, thank you. Um, thank you for listening, too. Um, in their defense, that's a common thing these days with a, a newer model cars is to not have spares. What they're trying to do is get the best gas mileage and the best emissions out of the car they can, so they're cutting weight wherever they can. So it's it's a lot of car manufacturers are doing it um, these days. So just uh, kind of be aware to, you know, if, that, if that's something that you want to make sure you have, then um, on, the, on newer cars, they've been doing it for a while now um, to check and see if they have uh, the spare. And especially your economy cars where they're trying to cut uh, calls, gas mileage, and emissions down as much as possible. Linda, so, thank um, you so, so much for common. for calling in. Allison, the cars that don't come with spares, do they have a place for you to buy one and put one? Do you know? Um, no, I, I don't. I don't really know like what the um, situation is with sourcing that, but you can get a full size tire that you know is not a spare and just have that as an extra i don't know uh you have to make sure it fits on your car and that sort of thing and whether they are making them for the cars they they probably aren't but you can always get like the exact same size tire and everything you know set up for your 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 car and just replace it with with what's already on there and have that as as backup that's that's an option it would take up more space, but, but you know, it, it, you'll still have it. So as, as far as them, like, maybe going to the dealership and, like, you can order one from the dealership since it, it's not coming with one, I don't know if they're providing that service or not. We need to get our friend Roddy or our uh, friend from Edmonds to come on the show, and that would be a good question for them. Yep. We are learning about costly mistakes and taking your repair questions. You can send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. We don't get some more phone calls. I'm going to have to round up everybody at MPB to come in here and talk to us about their costly mistakes. I think Jay and Java said they'd come. And Lisa, we need to get them all to come uh, tell us about their mistakes. We've got a new car review coming up from Casey Williams. Hey, we could ask him about the tires, too. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
Here's a new car review from Casey Williams. It's Auto Casey on AutoCorrect. If you're trying to decide between two vehicles, like the Toyota RAV4 or the Lexus RX, we have the perfect vehicle this week. It's the 2021 Toyota Venza Hybrid. From the outside, it looks very sleek and upscale, very much like a Lexus. And that really continues on to the interior, too, where it looks like Louis Vuitton had his way with it. Everything is just exquisitely done. A lot of upscale features on it. You've got JBL audio system, a heads-up display, heated and ventilated front seats, a heated steering wheel. You also have a sunroof that you can press the button, and it goes from clear to opaque. Very, very cool. Under the skin, the hybrid powertrain is a 2.5-liter four-cylinder with lithium-ion batteries. You're looking at 40 miles per gallon in the city, 37 miles per gallon on the highway, and a combined 219 horsepower and all-wheel drive certainly gets the power to the road. So let's talk about price. This vehicle starts right at 32.5, the base Venza, which I think is really affordable for a midsize, almost luxury crossover. This one all in, $42,100. See the full video on his YouTube channel, Auto Casey, and listen to AutoCorrect on the MPB Think Radio YouTube channel. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. This podcast is a local production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting and depends on the support of listeners like you. If you can, please donate today at mpbonline.org. And thanks. This is AutoCorrect, and if you've missed any of our program, you can find the whole show on our website, autocorrect.com mpbonline.org. Autocorrect is heard on MPB Think Radio Thursdays at 10 a.m. with a replay Saturdays at 11. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. We've got some calls in, Allison. We're going to go to Timothy in Louisiana. Timothy, thank you so much for calling into Autocorrect today. What's your comment or question? My comment is on the spare tire issue. Please. What I did is, you know, I hate those donuts. I know they're just silly dang things. You know, they just silly little tires, and I like a real spare. So what I did was I went to the junkyard and found a wreck just like my car and got the wheel, one of the wheels and tires off of it. And so I've got a real spare in my car, and it cost me $25 for wheel and tire. That sounds good to me. What about you, Allison, to have that as a spare? Yeah, that that is an option. Um, but with the n- newer cars, a lot of them aren't in junkyards yet. But you can definitely do that with older cars, um, and you know, find them in the junkyards. But it's it's uh, it can be sometimes it can be kind of hard to source things from the junkyards. Um, back in the day, they used to keep a lot more cars, but they they crush cars more often now. So. I've, I've actually found it a little bit harder to source parts from salvage yards these days. But, yeah, it is it's definitely definitely an option. If, if you can find your car, that getting the full-size 
uh, tire and can be very cheap. Awesome. Thanks, Timothy. (laughs) Let's go to Tom in Brandon. Tom, thank you so much for being part of AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Well, I just wanted to follow up on the uh, woman, uh, previous caller that had the spare tire issue. Uh, In 2014, uh, we bought a hybrid Lincoln MKZ. Uh, and back then, it was unknown to me that cars actually would not have a spare tire. And like the uh, woman caller, uh, two weeks after we had the car, my wife ran over a nail. Now, Lincoln at the time had roadside assistance, and they have a, a sort of a fix-a-flat type process uh, in the trunk that's supposed to you know, get you back on the road. Unfortunately, uh, roadside assistance came out and discovered that the nail hole was so big that to fix a flat wouldn't fix it. So uh, we also had to have it towed in two weeks after we had uh, the automobile and uh, had buy a new tire. Uh, this past month in May, uh, my wife actually had an accident and uh, that car uh, was a total loss. So I've been in the process of looking for a new car and in going to the websites and pricing out new Lincolns or uh, Lexuses or any of the uh, Toyotas uh, and looking at a hybrid particularly, uh, they all have an option of adding a, it looks like a donut type uh, uh, spare. Uh, it costs extra to add that but uh, but they look like most of the car companies now offer that as a, an option. Uh, I, I will tell you that with the chip shortage that's going on, I had a shock yesterday in looking for a new car. There are no new cars on the lots. Uh, they are devoid of new cars. And uh, that's, I guess, why there's a premium to buy your used cars. I keep getting uh, emails from Lincoln saying, sell me your 2014 Lincoln. Of course, that's no longer a possibility. But uh, but I just thought I'd uh, offer that comment uh, that it looks like most car companies are offering. When we had that incident in the Lincoln back two weeks after we bought it, I did go to Lincoln because I had no idea that there was no spare tire. Uh, And apparently Lincoln and uh, the Mustang uh, were the two, at least the hybrid, that did not have a spare. And I asked for them to provide a kit with a spare and they did not have anything at that point there was no way to get a spare tire which is very concerning to uh you know we're an elderly couple and uh if we're on a trip and had a nail puncture the tire while we're coming back from say new orleans uh in the middle of the night that would be a very concerning uh possibility that i'd have to sit there and have it towed and don't know what we would do to uh to get back home but uh, nowadays, it looks like they do offer that uh, uh, option to buy a donut spare uh, to put in the trunk. Thank you, Tom. That was fantastic. We really appreciate hearing your story about 
um, <laughs> everybody go check your truck. Check to see if you've got a, a, a spare. Uh, thank you for, uh, for sharing your story with us. Let's go to Cindy in Ayuka. Cindy, thank you so much for calling into AutoCorrect today. What's your comment or question? Yes, I have a 2006 uh, Nissan Altima. I think I said it right. Anyhow, um, my air conditioner, when I go over 50, it shuts down. When I go over 50 miles an hour, it shuts down. Okay. What uh, might could be happening is the pressure switch on the compressor is reading off when it's spinning faster, higher RPMs, and it's turning the whole system off. What, uh, what you should do is take it to shop and have them scan the computer. Now, in the computer, uh, what, what a lot of people don't know is that it can your AC system is monitored by the computer, and it can actually set codes in it of what's going on. You can also kind of um, see what's going on with your AC system a little bit. You can uh, look at the live data on it. It doesn't mean it's going to set a check engine light on. It, it'll just simply be stored in the computer, and it takes a scan tool to read it, and that might give you an idea of what's going on. Also, an, another option or another angle to, to have it looked at is to take it to a shop that one of their specialties is AC repair. You won't find a shop that only does AC repair, but you will find a shop that only have a few specialties, and that's one of them. And, and I say that because AC repair is, that system is kind of like a system that works all by itself, and it's complicated. You have to understand the pressures on the low and the high side. You have to understand that the pressure sensor switch is part of it. And then you got your actual buttons on the inside of your car that can act up. It's a lot of different components in with that system. Um, that so it, it, it takes someone with experience to diagnose it correctly. So I, I recommend finding a shop that's either really comfortable with AC diagnostics or they already advertise that that is one of their specialty areas that they um, have experience in. Yes, I've had the, I've taken them in before, and they were like, I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, was it just a regular repair shop or was no, it yes, an AC? Yeah, just locally, yeah. Not just yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, try somewhere else and see if you can get uh, a second opinion on that. Um, it's not something I've heard of before, so I don't have, like, an idea of what it may be off the top of my head. I'm also not an AC specialist. I've got limited knowledge in that area. It's a, it's a lot of information to know. I know the general stuff, but, but not everything on it. But uh, you want to uh, see if you can find, like, an AC specialist shop to take their time and figure out what's going on with it and and have, have a look at the system. Okay, I appreciate it. A lot of people are confused. That they just like uh, shake their head and I don't know. But I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Cindy. We appreciate you coming in. Wesley, I'm afraid we're not going to get to your call, but you can always email us auto at 
mpbonline.org. I have one more uh, learn from this mistake, $250 ticket mistake. Family member was driving in the Belzona, Arcola, Hollinsdale area, and there was a police car on the side of the road. And, you know, it's a two-lane road, so going one way, traffic coming the other. You have to give police officers a whole lane width um, if they're pulled over on the side of the road. So if there's oncoming traffic, you can't thread the needle. You need to slow down so that you don't all three vehicles meet at the same time so that you've got enough room to scoot over into the oncoming traffic lane and then back if there's a police officer on the side of the road or that police officer will give you a $250 ticket. So we hope that you've learned something from our show today that will save you from a spare tire or from getting a ticket or from a costly mistake or a costly repair bill. That's going to wrap us up for AutoCorrect. Thank you, Jay White, for being our call screener. Thank you, Michelle McAdoo, for Allison Walker. Don't forget, you can find her on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the Lady Auto Mechanic. She's also posting on the Automotive Group's Facebook page. I'm Liz Gill. We appreciate you listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.